Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are going to be talking about Instagram and Pinterest today. And we all know that a picture is worth a thousand words, and Instagram and Pinterest are the two social networks that will help you take that picture and paint that those thousand word uh, descriptions. So today what we're going to do is we're I'm going to show you how to set up Instagram and Pinterest for business and then I'll give you some strategies to build your business on both of these networks and then we'll take a look at some do's and, and don'ts on both Pinterest and, and Instagram. So first of all I think we'll tackle Instagram and I have a couple of statistics for you that I thought would be very interesting. So Instagram has over 500 million active monthly users and Instagram users have shared over 40 billion with a B photos to date and share an average of 95 million photos and videos per day and about um, somewhere between 50 and 70 percent of Instagram uh, users are, are businesses and that number is expected to continue to rise and there are 15 million registered businesses using Instagram business profiles and some of the top brands post about five times per week on Instagram which is an increase of about 50% over 2015, which is significant. And about 75% of Instagram users take action, such as visiting a website after they look at an Instagram advertising post. And according to Instagram advertiser statistics, 50% of Instagram users follow at least one business. 60% say that they learn about a product or service on the platform. And 75% take action, such as visiting the website after looking at Instagram's advertising post. And posts with at least one hashtag average 12.6% more engagement. So some of the benefits you may get from uh, having Instagram for business are that it, it allows you to market your products and services in creative ways. Um, Instagram does have a lot of advantages, and one of them is the way it displays photos. So with the, the filters and the editing options, you can be as creative as you can. And you want to add some style to those photos because it will increase the attention of your users to your photos. Um, the other thing that is a benefit of Instagram for business is uh, you can post behind-the-scenes photos from your business. So it lets people see what you're doing to ride them with the best offers. It kind of goes towards that know, like, and trust factor that we're always talking about. It gives your business a human side to it. And uh, Instagram also offers you an opportunity to update people on your latest offers and promotions in a, in a um, live type manner. So if you have some flash sales or you have some information that you want to get out there quickly, Instagram is the way to go. So with that said, let's start setting up your Instagram business account. 
And now Instagram is a little different than most of the other social networks because it is uh, almost entirely mobile driven, which means you can't actually post to Instagram from a laptop or a desktop computer, but only from your smartphone or, or a tablet device. So to start uh, using Instagram, you actually have to download the app from uh from either iTunes or Google Play, and then once you have it downloaded, you want to set up your uh, set up your business account. So what you do is you open the app, and you want to sign up with your business email and address, and not through Facebook, um, because what will happen is it, since Facebook owns Instagram, it'll automatically start creating your Instagram account based on your personal page. And if you're setting up your Instagram account for business, you don't necessarily want to do that. So the first thing that it's going to ask is to give you uh, is for a username and a password. And what you want to do is you want to set up a recognizable username, which means that it's something that followers or people that are looking for you are going to recognize. And then you're going to want to choose the right uh, profile picture. And you'll notice that that's an awfully small picture. So you want to use something that's big enough to associate with your business. So either a logo or some other photo that people will associate with that business. And all you need to do to set that up is just tap on the plus photo button and it will um, ask you how you want to import your photo options. And again, just for now, don't import it from Facebook because it'll try to set it up based on your personal profile and not your business page. So just just do it from either your camera roll or you can set it up with your Twitter po- profile or, or, or something like that. And then once you have that done, you're going to want to visit your profile, which is your main page, and tap the ellipse icon, the three dots up in the top right-hand corner of your screen. Once you're there, you're going to scroll down and you're going to find where it says switch to business profile option in the settings uh, list menu. And once you click on that, you're going to keep on tapping continue until you arrive at the connect to the Facebook page screen. And once you um, are there, you're going to select the Facebook page that you want to uh, link your business profile to. And what you'll see there is only the pages that you're currently admin of and only Facebook business pages can be linked. So after that, you'll be asked to enter your full name and your full number, uh, your, your phone number. And if your business has a name, use that. Or if you're the face of the business, use your own name. Um, and whatever phone number you think that your clients would most likely have to connect with you. So don't you, so, so if you're setting it up for business, most likely they have your business phone number, use that. Don't use a personal phone number or something else that they won't recognize. And then on the next screen, it will ask you to uh, find people to follow. You can actually skip that step right now because um, I what I would suggest is that you post a couple of pictures or images first and then go try to find some followers. So the next thing that you want to do is you want to complete your profile. So tap on the profile button. It'll now, hopefully, if you've uploaded your picture, it'll show that in the bottom right-hand corner of your account. And then at the top of the page, you'll see something that says edit profile. And you're going to want to click on that. So that's where we're going to complete your profile. 
So as I've always said, whenever we're talking about setting up your social media profiles, you need to fill it out um, completely. So you want to make sure you fill out the website and bio fields. Um, and, and this is the only place on Instagram where you can actually use a URL. So if you were to post a URL in the text of a photo you're sharing, it won't have a link to it. The only link for Instagram is in your profile. So make sure that you make make that URL count. You can send it to your um, website page, your homepage for your website. You can send it to your blog post page. You can send it to whatever page you want, but just make sure that you make that um, that URL count. And as for your bio, just like in other networks, you are limited to by character count. For Instagram, I believe it's 150 characters right now. So you want to talk about what you do, where you're located, and something funny about your business or, or something unique about your business. Um, and don't worry about the whole context now. You can you can change it when you need to, um, and it may be a good idea to kind of look at some of your competitors and see what they're doing to flesh out that bio for you and and you can always go back and edit it later and then the last thing that you need to do is you need to set up your social sharing so um, it Instagram is a great tool to use because you can um, easily access it and share your photos across multiple pla uh, places without um, lots of work. So what you want to do is you want to click on that ellipse icon in the upper right-hand corner again and then select uh, linked accounts. And once you're there, you can go ahead and connect, connect your Twitter account. You should have already connected your Facebook page, um, but if it's not connected yet, just connect it there. And then the next thing that you want to do is you want to uh, post a couple of images. So um, th then people can um, notify you when when they're when you've been following them, and they can start looking at your images. So the best way to do that is at the in the bottom um, navigation. There's a plus sign. Just click on that. It'll try to go to your uh, camera feed. Choose a couple of pictures if you want to use those and you'll get ready to start. And then the, the one thing that I want you to make sure is that you always have a caption and you are always using hashtags. You want to keep your captions brief and fun, but you also want to make sure that you're hashtagging away because uh, Instagram is really built on those hashtags. And you can find the top hashtags at uh, HTTPS colon backslash backslash top dash hashtags.com slash Instagram and it'll give you all the top Instagram hashtags. Don't necessarily use the most popular ones because um, just like the search engines, you're not going to get the to, to the top of the, the rankings in, in front of the most people if you're using the ones that have lots and lots of uses. You want to find the ones that have a, a good amount of uses but are not necessarily used by everybody. And then, of course, you want to use those social share features. Um, you can use them in, for Facebook and Twitter when you post, 
or after you post at the top of your your post image there's another ellipse and you just click on that and it'll tell you how to share um, you might want to remove the hashtags for Facebook uh, you might need to shorten your description for Twitter and that sort of stuff and that's the best way that you can do that and then all you need to do is follow people and engage you can invite friends from you can uh, follow friends from Facebook you can uh, import your contact list and it will pull up everybody that's on your list that is also on Instagram. And and that's really the the nuts and bolts of setting up your Instagram account for business. The thing that you want to remember though is that um, you are going to be posting directly from your phone or your tablet. So you want to make sure that whenever you're collecting images or whatever you're posting, it's easily accessible on those. And that's one of my problems because I, I tend to have all my stuff on my desktop and, and what I've done, is, and this is a good tip, is just transfer those images to your Google Drive and then you can access those from your, from your, um, from your phone. And then what we're going to do uh, next is we are going to look at how to use Instagram for business. And the first thing that I want to talk about is um, how to set goals for your business on Instagram. But we are going to take our first break. And when we come back, we'll start talking about all those ways to use Instagram for your, for your business. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, 
Back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we finished setting up your Instagram for business account. And now we're going to talk about uh, how to use Instagram for business. So the first thing that you really want to do is you want to set some of your goals for your business on Instagram. Um, What do you hope to achieve by using Instagram? Uh, You want to set those goals to tie back to the overarching um, goals of your business. And so, for example, are you looking to increase product sales? Do you want to drive traffic to your website? Do you want to increase brand awareness? Do you want to increase uh, customer satisfaction? Um, Do you want to identify and establish relationships with top influencers, which is a really good thing to do on Instagram. And and it's, um, it's kind of cool when you start doing that. But no matter what you're trying to achieve, you want to make sure that your goals are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. And we've talked about that before. So just make sure that you have those goals set up specifically for Instagram. And then what you want to do is you want to create an Instagram content strategy. Um, it's it's more deliberate marketing plan for Instagram than you would expect if you want to build a, a strong community. So your, your strategy should include some of the following. It should look at how often and when to post. And you want to make sure that you're posting uh, regularly. Uh, we had talked about earlier one in one of our earlier episodes. That was one of the questions: was how often do I need to post? Um, and on Instagram, it, the average posting per person or per account is usually about 1.5 posts per day. So between one and two posts per day, and you just want to make sure that um, you're not you're not overloading your audience with with images and pictures and and insta stories and all that but you're also going to have to figure out when during the day is best to to post so you're just going to have to vary it at the beginning and figure out the right combination of times and and number of posts you may want to think about uh, content themes so rotating through different content themes which will keep uh, things interesting for your followers and uh, if you have several different goals for for instagram it'll help you achieve those different goals Um, You can do that through contests, stories, um, customer testimonials, um, quotes, whatever you're using as part of your overall strategy, just vary the content types that you're using. And you want to also create some engagement guidelines. So that means um, uh, how and when your business interacts with other accounts on, on Instagram, from liking and commenting on other people's photos to handling the incoming con- uh, comments on your account. Uh, one thing I would highly suggest is that you don't automate any of your engagement. Um, Instagram is really a personal um, social network, so you want to make sure that you're adding that personal touch to it. And some of the other networks, you can auto-post and all that sort of stuff, but Instagram, I would stay away from it. And then you want to build an Instagram brand for your business. Um, So it's all about the pictures. And so you want to make sure that uh, you build a cohesive and recognizable brand. Um, Some ways that you can do that are to make sure that you have uh, visual consistency, whether it's using the same filters over and over again or using the same fonts or style or layout of your uh, images. 
make sure that you're consistent across the board. Um, you want to make sure that you choose your subject matter. You want to make sure that um, things things are focused and you're not all over the board because people really want to know exactly what you're posting about and what you stand for. Um, you may want to consider creating a branded ha- hashtag. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to be the name of your business, but it should be something that people can identify with your business and something that they could use if if their customers or clients and are posting um, uh, towards liking your business and, and showing results from your business. And you'll also want to make sure that you stay true to your audience. You don't want to mimic other uh brand strategies. So what works for Starbucks doesn't necessarily work for a nonprofit or a financial institution. So just make sure that you're, you're catering to the interests and expectations of your audience. Look at what's working in your business on your other social networks and what content your audiences are sharing on Instagram and how they interact with your competitors or similar brands. And then you can get creative with your Instagram content like we talked about. Um, take pictures, add filters, and all that sort of stuff. But you want to make sure that you have some attention-grabbing content. So don't neglect the captions. Those are really important areas for you. Um, You can use photo uh, and video albums, which means that you can add up to 10 pictures for each post that you do so that people can just rotate them through. And um, if you're risky, take Take a risk with some Instagram stories. Um, Those are getting very popular, and you can do it as a live video. You can do it as as, um, a a series of images. And the thing with Instagram stories is it's up for 24 hours, and then it's gone. So... um, And and it's just not people that are using Instagram stories to connect. About one-third of the most viewed stories come from businesses. So it's it's really something that you may want to take a look at. Now that we've gone through Instagram, and I hope that you've gathered some really good information on how to get your Instagram um, account set up for business and and what to start posting, let's take a look at Pinterest. And I have a couple of statistics for you on Pinterest as well. Um, Pinterest has more than 150 million monthly active users, and about 87% of pinners have purchased a product because of Pinterest. And 93% of pinners have used the site to plan for a future purchase. About 72% of pinners use Pinterest to decide what to buy offline. And I really like this last statistic that I have for you, that uh, over 5% of all referral traffic to websites comes from Pinterest. So if you're looking for some referral traffic to your website, Pinterest is the way to be. So some of the benefits of using Pinterest for business are, as I said, you can drive traffic to your website. Um, and you want to think about all the content you have on your website um, that you can turn into pins. You can turn blog posts, articles, frequently asked questions, or even other content pages um, into quality uh, Pinterest pins that you can share. 
Um, you can expand your reach. There's people on there that are probably not on some of your other social networks. So Pinterest is another great place to start um, building your audience. And you can increase your uh, brand authority there because uh, Pinterest allows you to show a more human side of your business. You can also um, showcase related content from outside sources that you use or reference to in it to in your daily business life. So those are just a couple of benefits of using uh, Pinterest for business. So now it's time to start setting up your Pinterest account. Now Pinterest you can use both on your laptop and desktop as well as mobile. A lot of people do use it on mobile but you can actually set it up on your laptop or desktop. So the first thing that I want you to do is go to um, the business creation page, which is https colon backslash backslash www.pinterest.com slash business slash create. And if you already have a personal account and you want to turn that into your business account, um, you can also do that, but just make sure that you're already logged into your um personal Pinterest account before you go to that that same website and it'll ask you if you want to switch it to a business account and you just click on um, switch to business account and if you're just setting it up uh, for for the first time you want to fill out all the information uh, requested um, you want to use your business email and filling in the website information as well and you're going to need to choose the category from the drop down menu um, and hopefully your business fits in one of those categories if not there's always that other category to choose from and then what will happen it, on the next screen is uh, Pinterest will ask you to choose five categories that you're interested in just pick those five categories. Um, some of them may not really apply to your business, but just click on five categories that you're interested in. And then the next thing that you want to do is um, add your details. In the upper right-hand corner, you uh, click on your on your settings to edit your profile. Um, and there you can edit things like your business name. You can add your picture, your URL, your description, and your location. And it's also a good idea to add some keywords um, to your business name and description so that people who are searching Pinterest and Google can easily find you. And then the most important thing for Pinterest and setting up the business account is you have to confirm your website. And in that same section, if you scroll down, there'll be a button that next to your website URL that says confirm website. And it allows uh, you to track the content that people pin from your website. So once you get there um, and click on that button, uh, it'll ask you, it'll give you uh, some code that you'll have to copy and paste to your, the header in your, on your website. Now, if you have a WordPress website, the easiest way to do that is to copy what's within the, um, in the quotes to a plugin called Pinterest Verify, and it will take care of the whole thing for you so that you don't have to worry about it. And again, if you're converting your business, your personal account to a business account, you'll still need to do this step. And then what you can do is you can connect to some other social networks. So it gives you the option of connecting to um, Facebook, Twitter, Google, um, Plus, and, and, and email. And you'll have the option to um, 
post some of that content to your other pages so it allows for some uh, cross-promoting. But you can also use those different accounts to actually sign into Pinterest if it makes it easier for you. So then you want to find some other users to follow. Um, and it isn't necessarily mandatory, but it helps with, with um, the content that Pinterest provides you. If you're following others, it'll, it'll bring in that content um, to your, your home screen and, and it'll give you those, those pins to look at. The next thing that you want to do is you want to create a board and you want to make sure, and that's where you're going to save those pins. Um, you can have more than one board. I would suggest setting up about five and start pinning to those. Make sure that you have a creative title for each of those boards and have them set up so that they're um, looking at different topics. And then all you need to do is start pinning away um, and looking for those articles or pinning your own creative content um, that your audience is going to love. It's time for our next break. So when we come back, we'll take a look at some of the best practices for uh Pinterest for business. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we finished setting up your Pinterest account. And now we're going to look at some of the best best practices for using Pinterest for business. So the first thing that I want to talk about is making sure that your offerings are visible on Pinterest. And um, that includes your brand's name and your website address on your, uh, making sure that both of those are on your Pinterest profile page as well as your other social networks. You want to make sure that 
that when you're pinning, you're paying attention to the captions you're you're using, and whether you're pinning content from your own site or repinning it from someone somewhere else, you need to explain why it's useful to your customers. A lot of times, what'll happen is people will just pin it and they won't put in that description. So you really need to make sure that you're putting that description in there, and it's also a great place to put in your website or your your brand name and so that it's discoverable in there. The other way is to include a call to action as well as other links. In Pinterest, you can put other links into those descriptions and onto your site as opposed to Instagram where you only have that one one uh, URL that you can use. So make sure that you're you're figuring out ways that others can find you on Pinterest and connect with you on Pinterest. And then uh, the other thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that your website itself is Pinterest friendly. So before you start uh, pinning original content, you want to make sure that it's easy for for Pinterest users to actually pin articles and images from um your website using a Pinterest browser extension. And what you can do for that is you want to add the pin it button to your website so that people uh, can easily save those ideas and products to Pinterest. And you can add a follow button to your website in a prominent position. And there are other widgets and and plugins, especially if you're using WordPress that you can use to add to your site. Uh, to give others easy access to your information. And then you want to make sure that you're creating appealing content um, that you can pin. So uh, you want it to, uh, we've talked about this before, and what you want to do is you want to make your um, content on Pinterest a mixture of your own information and and information that you've curated. And we've talked about the golden rule, and I'll just mention it again, which is uh, the 30-60-10 rule, where 30% of your content is your own, 60% is curated, and 10% is uh, promotion. So you want to make sure that you're you're using some combination of those um, to... Um, to uh, promote yourself on Pinterest. And, uh, you know, great pins are great ideas. So make sure that they're helpful, they're compelling, they're actionable so that people can discover, share, and, and save your ideas. Um, one of the things that I, I want to warn you about with Pinterest, and I'm sure that if you've been on Pinterest before, you've run into this, and this, this is one of my pet peeves where you see a, a pin and it looks great and you're so um, excited about looking at and finding out exactly what they're talking about and you click on it and it takes you to a site that has absolutely nothing to do with what the pin was talking about. And uh, that that's called, um, oh, I just it just went out of my mind. But don't do that. That's bait and switch, so or that's clickbait. So don't do that. Um, that will probably lose you followers and uh, uh, kind of make your reputation go down a little bit on Pinterest. So please don't do that. Um, it should uh, Pinterest because it's so visual should give you some extra incentive to create original content. Um, so uh, some of the things that you can do with Pinterest visual contents is you want to feature compelling images that people will want to share. 
You can create text overlays to help people browse and discover faster. Um, You can create detailed descriptions of your content, add lists and how-tos to the text overlays, and um, you also want to make sure that you have a clear call to action. Um, The other thing that you want to be careful of on Pinterest is you want to make sure that you know their image requirements. Um, Pins do need to get noticed in order, get clicked. Um, And because most people are using Pinterest on a mobile device, um, they're organized in columns. So vertical pins uh, perform better than, than horizontal pins. And taller pins that take up more space uh, in people's feeds tend to do more uh, well. So if you have, if you've optimized your site for the network, but Pinterest still doesn't show your images, just make sure that you check those dimensions on there. The next thing that I want you to do is make sure that you're studying the Pinterest, the different Pinterest categories. Um, you want to make sure that you get to know the ones that apply to your business um, so that you can determine what content fits. And uh, you'll notice that Pinterest, uh, some of the top pin categories include home decor, food, drink, weddings, DIY, crafts. Um, but there are a lot of business categories there. Um, there's social media, there's um, email marketing, there's, uh, I think there's even accounting and, so, and, and other, other business categories there. So if you are not a business to consumer type business, you can find other categories there that, that, will, that have lots of pins in them and it'll give you an idea of what to use for your business. So you want to make sure that you create those categories and name your boards um, to make it easier for users to discover your content. And again, you want to make sure that you're pinning useful content. Um, Pinners love to learn new ways of doing things. And this is really a unique opportunity for you to share your knowledge about your area of expertise. So if you have tutorials or how-to or articles, um, post those um, that will teach them something new or if you have some advice you want to offer, make sure that you do that. Um, Another type of content that often makes it to the top of the pin lists is infographics. You can start by finding and repinning well-researched and well-designed infographics on the topics relevant to your field. If you're adventurous and you want to create your own infographics and you're not really sure how to do that, um, and I've I've mentioned this before, canva.com has um, infographic Uh, templates that you can use to create those um, pictures for you and you just need to fill in your information and and pick the images that you want to use or or the the graphs and that sort of stuff that you want to use. But canva.com is a very easy way to create your own uh, infographics. And then you want to also pin about your customers. It's, It's a great way to acknowledge your customers and you can create boards specifically uh, about sharing your customer stories. Um, If you have testimonials, if you have um, success stories, that sort of stuff, those are the things that you want to make sure that you share. Um, Your customers can find unique ways to incorporate your brand's products or services in, in their everyday life. So, take an opportunity to celebrate that and celebrate them. And there's a lot of other things that you can do on Pinterest. And as I said, 
one of the things that you really want to do is you want to make sure that you create those boards. Um, and sometimes people tend to create one or two boards and just have a couple of posts on each of them. But I would highly suggest that you create about five boards to start with and have each of them focus on a specific area of your business and then start uh, pinning um, posts to each of those boards that have something to do with that and start promoting those and looking for followers and and for other content that you can share on those boards. So with having said that, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at some of those Instagram and Pinterest do's and don'ts, and there's a lot of them to go through. So let's get started. Um, And what we'll do is I'll I'll start with um, Instagram, and then we'll move on to um, Pinterest. So with Instagram, um, you do need to have a plan. You need to decide what you're going to post about, um, how you're going to communicate those thoughts in an image or video form, and decide um, if you're going to have a certain look for your account. And it's really in, it's really important to do that um, because that's what Instagram is about. Um, some people, in fact, um, if you look at your Instagram account or anybody's Instagram account, you'll see that there's um, a board that is three images by three images. And, and the cool thing that I've seen is people um, plan out their their images so that those nine images or those, I think it's nine images, it may be 15, um, actually show a picture or have some sort of pattern to them that creates a beautiful image in and of itself for those uh, nine or 15 pictures. Uh, images. So make sure that you have a plan and that that it's a cohesive plan. And then you want to make sure that um, you write a caption that tells a story of your photo. Um, the photo is what captures uh, people's attention, and the sh- and the story um, is what keeps them there. So uh, what you want to do is you want to continue that storytelling of of that picture in your caption and you want to include relevant hashtags. So don't put the hashtags in the body of your caption. Keep them at the end. And uh, you can use up to 30 hashtags. I wouldn't use 30 hashtags, but um, people do use quite a few hashtags, and this is one place where it really works. And uh, the other option that you can have instead of putting it in your caption is to actually put them all in the first comment. And I've seen that work, that, um, work and it works really well. You also want to make sure that you're researching your hashtags. It's, it is easy to find which hashtags are the most popular, but the key is really to finding out which ha- hashtags are relevant for your business or niche. Um, so some, some tips for that are you want to look at what your competitors or similar accounts are using and pay attention to whether or not they're getting good engagement using those hashtags. And when you're searching for hashtags on Instagram, similar suggestions will pop up as you're typing and tell you how many times they've been used. And and part of this goes to um, what we talked about with keywords. You want to be the big fish in the small pond rather than the small fish in the big pond. So if the hashtag that you're using has millions of posts or images uh, related to it, don't use that hashtag. 
find another one that maybe has a couple thousand or 10,000 and use that one. Um, don't use the ones that have maybe one or two because you won't get a lot of, uh, a lot of um, uh, followers from that or a lot of people seeing your picture, but you will get more if you're using a couple, one that has a couple thousand or up to 10,000. And with that, we are going to take our last break. Um, and when we come back, what we'll do is we'll continue with our Instagram do's and don'ts and then look at our uh, Pinterest do's and don'ts and wrap up the show. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we've been going through a lot of information to get you started on Instagram and Pinterest to build your business. And we started going through some of the do's and don'ts for Instagram. So I want to finish up on those and then we'll go through some more for uh, Pinterest. So um, on Instagram, I want to make sure that you do give authentic comments um, spammers and bots tend to comment on posts with just an emoji or a generic great post or love it. Um, and I just ask that you don't do that. Put a little more effort into your comments so that Instagram knows that you're a real person. Um, the added benefit is that the other person will know that you're a real person and uh, you're far more likely to get a reply instead of a delete. Um, and uh, you 
I the other do that I want to recommend is that you use Instagram stories to share some spontaneous content or content that really doesn't fit the look or feel of your regular posts. Um, and and this is just one of those things that if you're adventurous and you want to take advantage of it, please please do. Um, I think it's something that uh, you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of. On the don't side, uh, we talked about the do's of hashtags. Um, so on the don't side, and it's on the flip side, don't use those popular hashtags that are not relevant to your photo or your business. You can always find those popular hashtags, and some of them may be relevant to your business. Some of in photo, some of them may not. If they aren't, just don't use them. Um, I also suggest that you don't play the follow unfollow games. Um, some people think that it that's the standard. Um, that if pe- if you follow people to get them to follow you, then you can unfollow them and all that sort of stuff. Just just don't do it. Um, it 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 really goes against what you're trying to accomplish on on Instagram. Um, you're trying to be authentic, and if you're doing that, uh, people will probably start to catch on and will either not follow you at all or will unfollow you themselves. So. So just don't do that. Um, We've talked about this all the time when it comes to setting up your social profiles. Make sure that you do not leave your profile blank, especially if you're a business, because um, no one's going to know what you do. And the likelihood that your ideal customer is going to follow you if that profile is blank is uh, next to zero. So make sure that you fill in that profile. And it's a great way to make sure that people know what you're doing and it's where you share you're sharing your one URL that you can for your website. Um, It's just really important to to do that. Um, Do not have a business account. Uh, and sh- and share only photos of your personal life. That uh, kind of defeats the purpose of having the business account. And uh, it doesn't mean that you can't share one every once in a while, but don't just make your business account your personal account. Um, don't put links. And, and and this last one that I have is, is a little a little controversial. Um, in the sense that um, you you don't really want to put links in your captions because they're not clickable. So if you're going to put a link in your caption, just know that people are not going to be able to click it because they're going to need to cut and uh, highlight it, cut cut it, and paste it into a browser. Um, if you have something that you're promoting and it's going to be an ongoing promotion, um, change the URL in your profile to that you that URL that you want to use, and then just tell people in, in your posts, um, click on the on the URL, the link in in my profile, and I'll take them there. And that's one of those things that you really do want to do is take advantage of changing that. Um, URL whenever you have something else to promote. Um, so those are my Instagram do's and don'ts. And let's move on to our Pinterest do's and don'ts. Um, and top of that list, as uh, we said on the Instagram 
don'ts, when we were talking about don't leave your profile blank, my top on uh, Pinterest do's and don'ts is do complete your profile. You want to describe your business and all the relevant keywords that users will use to search. And uh, you want to make sure that you upload a good uh, profile picture and you want to make sure that you create those five boards or so and make sure that you have at least uh, five pins on each of them and those will it, it will look like you're active on Pinterest if you do that um, and, and you do want to create those five boards um, because uh, for some reason Five boards seems to be the magic number for people to think that you're active. So just create those boards and and put some posts on those boards. Another uh, do is to create a secret board um, to save content for the future. And I think this is a really great tip because you may run across something that you say, ooh, this is great information, but I don't really want to post it now. And I don't really know where I want to post it. Create a secret board and just put it there for future reference. You want to follow your competitors. Um, They probably have Pinterest accounts already. So look at what they're doing. You'll be able to uh, see what's working for them, what's not working for them. Imitation is the best form of flattery. So don't be afraid to imitate some of it if, if that's what you think is best for your your brand and your image. Make sure that you're sharing your blog posts. Um, make sure that you use keywords in your descriptions because that's how people are going to find you. Um, that's really the driving force behind Pinterest is using keywords. Make sure you also pin regularly because it will help maximize your exposure and customer engagement for your brand. And it also shows that you're part of the Pinterest community rather than just using uh, Pinterest to store pictures. On the don't side, don't just pin your own content. We've talked to that, about that a little. Make sure that you're using other people's content, um, customers' content, um, a content from uh, it, the industry, that sort of stuff, to, to make sure that people see that you're not just all about yourself. In Pinterest, you don't want to use too many hashtags. Um, it's not like Instagram. You can use a couple of them. So just uh, use them uh uh, on on the lower side and just make sure that you keep them relevant. Um, do not pin everything and anything because and just because you can pin doesn't mean that you have to. Um, it can make your boards look disjointed and and jumbled. And the whole thing about Pinterest is making sure that you're on topic for each of your boards and making sure that people can um, follow your thought pattern as to why each of those boards have been created and the overall theme for those those um, goals. And on that uh, note, don't pin all your pins to one board. Um, You want to make sure that you have a couple of different uh, themes going on and content uh, blocks going on. So make sure that you're putting them all your pins in the right um, on the right boards and in the right buckets. So um, we're at the end. Uh, Both Instagram and and Pinterest are viable options for your social media strategy while engaging your audience in a unique fashion using pictures and images as the focal point. 
I hope you've uh, I've given you a good overview of Instagram and Pinterest and how it can benefit your business. And if so, just let me know how you're going to use the information by leaving me a comment on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. If you have any questions about what we've covered or have a question that I didn't answer, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And next week, we are going to take a look at holiday marketing ideas for your small business. This doesn't just mean uh, business to consumer. It also means business to business. If you have a question, just let me know at Janet at 411 Marketing Solutions or you can connect with me on Facebook at 411 Marketing Solutions. Um, you can still sign up for our 30-day email marketing challenge at 411marketingchallenge.com. Next week, we'll start going over our next challenge, which is our 30-day blogging challenge, which will be a great way to get your marketing in gear for uh, 2018. And I really want to thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 